All Talks of Life with Chris Viniquest. So what we just heard was Kim Clement on May 19th, 2013. Now God spoke to him May 18th, but he released it to the public on May 19th, 2013. And what he was talking about here was about an event that was going to take place five years later. God told him that in the, two, the year 2018 in May, there's going to be a mass gathering in Israel that you have to go to. There's going to be a mass gathering in Israel that is going to be important. So I bring this up and I open the broadcast with this to give you an introduction into myself and politics. Now, I want you to know that before May 14th, 2018, I was not a political thinker. I was not a person who read the Bible and thought about it from a political point of view. I was not a person who talked politics with anybody. That was not me. That's that that's not what I did. I didn't I didn't do that. So this is important to this show because May 14, 2018 is the day that I began to get interested in politics and May 14, 2018 is the day that Donald Trump moved the embassy, the U.S. embassy from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem and recognized Jerusalem as the capital of Israel. Now, as a Bible-believing Christian, I always knew that it was important for us to bless Israel and pray for Israel. And for those of you who don't know Kim Clement, Kim Clement was a prophet. I say was because he's now in heaven. He died November 23rd, 2016, two weeks after the election of Donald Trump. And that's important. You'll see why in this broadcast as we continue to go forward. But the reason why I chose this clip was because it's relevant to this show. This clip 
and the ensuing ceremony would be something that awoke a curiosity in me to search out not only the scriptures, but to search out media, to search out truth with others, to search out books, and to understand and learn politics. Now, like I said before, before that day, I did not listen to the news much. I was not somebody who talked politics or thought about politics. I didn't think it was important in the body of Christ or to Christian people. I didn't think that. So growing up as a Hispanic male with family who came from Puerto Rico, you know, what you learned was that you're a Democrat. And that's what was taught. What was taught there was that you're a Democrat. And so, you know, you voted Democrat and you listen to Democrat talking points. And that's what you went with. Democrats help the little guys. So years passed by and I'm a young, I'm a young man, you know, Democrat, but I never voted. I never voted. Because like I said, I was not into world news. I was not into politics. I was not a political talker of any sort with not even in private, let alone social media or a show like this. And I get an announcement on Twitter that says that the U.S. Embassy is going to move from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem. Now, I knew that that was important. And another thing that I also knew was important to me was that at that event, John Hagee, Pastor Hagee from San Antonio, Texas, was going to be preaching at that event. And I said, well, that's something I want to see. I know is important. And he's somebody that I really like. So I'm going to tune in to this broadcast. Now, to give you some information, some backstory on this, Israel became a nation once again, a free nation who declared their independence on May 14th to, uh, sorry, 1948. So by this time, 65 years later, God has spoken to Kim Clement and God told him that in May 2018, there's going to be a mass gathering in Israel and you got to go. And like he said in the clip that you just heard, he didn't think about at the time that it was going to be Israel's 70th year of celebrating independence. Now, for those of you listening in this in the States, we know that we celebrate our independence July 4th. We know that the year was 1776. There's others from wherever you're listening from. If your country's independent, you also celebrate your day of independence. That is the biggest day of the year is when each of us for whatever country and nation where we can celebrate our independence our freedom so i get this announcement and i'm excited to watch because i know that it's important and i go on on my twitter and i begin to watch the ceremony robert jeffers he opens up with a prayer other people begin to speak 
the president is there. And I say to myself, well, okay, I don't want to continue to watch on this little screen. I want to sit on the couch. I want to watch it on the big screen. I want to be more comfortable. I want to take it in. I want to understand what's going on. This is something important. So I went on, I went onto the television and I put on CNN. Now, like I said, I was not anybody who was into politics or world news like that, but there were certain things that you were taught when as a Spanish, you want to hear some Spanish news, you go to X channel. When you want to hear some news English, you go to this channel and CNN was the channel. So I always thought whatever I got from CNN was right, was gold. And I went on and I watched CNN. And now what they're giving on CNN about this ceremony that I want to watch, about these preachers that I want to hear, they're talking about Palestinians being upset, saying this is racist. They were burning things. And I was saying to myself, this is not the story. This is not the story here. The story is not about Palestinians who hate Jews and say that this is racist because moving an embassy is not racist. And they were burning things. And I was like, this is not what's going on over at the ceremony. This is not what I'm seeing on Twitter. I'm watching it, you know, as a video on Twitter, as a live stream. So I say to myself, all right, let me channel surf. Let me switch. And I go on and I put on Fox News. Now on Fox News, I'm seeing exactly what I'm seeing on my Twitter screen, which is people praying, people singing, people speaking. And at the end, all of a sudden, John Hagee comes up and I say, well, this is who I want to watch. I want to understand more of why I want more curious of why this is important for me as a Christian, because I know that John Hagee is one of the biggest proponents of Christians being for Israel being for the Jews. So I know that he can help me to understand a little better why this is important because I really don't know outside of what the Bible tells me in plain black and white that it is that I should be someone who blesses Israel. That I should be somebody who prays for the Jews. But I want to know more in depth. I want to understand a little more. So I'm watching this. And I'm saying to myself, okay, this is good. Watched it. It's over. I call up my boy, Jose Gonzalez from Denver, PA, who you heard on episode one and episode three. And I said, you know, this is a great, it's a great thing that the president did. Now, what you have to know is that in 1995, it was signed into law that the president could recognize Jerusalem as the capital of Israel and move the U.S. Embassy as the commander in chief could you could move the U.S. Embassy from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem. So three administrations passed by three administrations promised, and three administrations failed to keep their promise. William Jefferson Clinton was brought. It was brought to his attention every six months as the contract states that it's supposed to be but that he could waive it and say, we'll wait six months. He said, we'll wait and wait and wait. And he didn't do it. George Bush, same thing. Every six months, they would ask him, 
Are you going to move the embassy? He said, no, we'll wait six months. His presidency came and went. Barack Obama, same thing. But in 2017, President Trump was asked about it. He said, we'll wait six months. He was asked about it again in December of 2017. And he said, yep, I'll sign it. He signed it. And he said, we'll do it May 14, 2018. We'll do it on the 70th anniversary of their independence, of their declaration of independence. Now, God has spoken. Listen to this. This is amazing because God has spoken five years earlier. This is God being omni, omnipresent. This is because God was already there in 2018. God does not, is, God is not relegated and limited by time this is god all-knowing this is omniscient god knowing that in 2018 this was going to happen telling kim clement in 2013 five years before there's going to be a mass gathering in israel and you got to go out there so What's going on is that Donald Trump says, okay, let's do it. Now, Kim Clement thought he was going to make it to the ceremony, but he didn't because God took him in November 23rd, 2016, because he died of cancer. He, he battled cancer for a year. He had a couple strokes. And God decided to take him November 23rd, 2016. Kim Clement thought that he was going to see that day in 2018, but he didn't. But God saw it. We saw it. And I'm talking about it today. So, as I said, I'm talking to my boy Jose Gonzalez and I'm telling him, man, this is a great day. President Trump did a great thing and I'm sitting here and I'm saying, well, on CNN, this happened and on Fox News, this happened. So now, like I said before, I was not anybody who was thinking about and talking about politics and I didn't know anything about a left wing liberal media and a right wing conservative media. I had no idea. So he broke this down to me. And May 14, 2018 was the day I realized Light went on. Wow. I need to understand what's going on as a Christian. Because I had no idea that there was a media that was lying to me and was leaving things out. And I had no idea that there was a media that was against God. And I didn't know that there was a media that was for God. They're not a Christian or religious organization. But they employ many Christians and have many Christians speak on their platforms. I didn't know that. I had no idea. So May 14, 2018 was the day that the light bulb went off. And I said, as a Christian, this is important. I got to know what's going on. So I want to thank CNN for not reporting the real news and not reporting what actually happened, because then that turned me around to be curious to see the real truth. And when I saw the real truth, I began to be curious and to this day, now I'm talking politics on all my pages 
And I can even speak about it here, talk about it in private and understand more now why it's important to pray for our leaders, our presidents, our senators, our Congress people. Why it's important to pray for the Supreme Court and the justices because of that day. So God brought it all together. God did something that still awes me and still is amazing because, like I said before that day, I was not interested. But, as you hear in this podcast, what drives this podcast is biblical talk. So, God knew to get my attention, it had to be something that was going to be in relation to the Bible. Something that I knew was going to be important. So, he got my attention. So that was my introduction into how um, I would become more politically savvy, more politically awake, more politically um, understanding in a biblical worldview. That was my introduction into politics. And that day set up what do you hear today? That was two years ago, two and a half years ago, as you're listening right now, October of 2020, two and a half years ago, that's when I began to, that's when the light bulb went off and that's when I understood it's time to know about this. This is relevant to Christianity. This is relevant to Christians. It's not going to save anybody. But it's going to help. It's going to help. It's going to help to spread the message of what needs to happen, of what God wants to happen, and of what is going to happen. Because the Bible does let us know and gives us insight into future happenings. So, in saying that, Talking about future happenings. I want to play for you another clip. Now I want you to hear this out. This one right here is interesting. Be a praying president, not a religious one. But I will fool the people, says the Lord. I will fool the people. Yes, I will. God says, the one that is chosen shall go in and they shall say he has hot blood for the spirit of God says yes he may have hot blood but he will bring the walls of protection on this country in a greater way and the economy of this country shall change rapidly says the Lord of hosts listen to the word of the Lord God says I will put at your helm for two terms a president that will pray but he will not be a praying president when he starts I will put him in office and then I will baptize him with the Holy Spirit and my power says the Lord of hosts come on okay so this was February 10 2007 and if you notice the words here God is saying to Kim Clement that there's going to be not a religious president and that he's going to fool the people. Now, in 2016, I didn't think and nobody thought that Donald Trump was going to win the election. But everyone was fooled. 
And God says the one that is chosen, they're going to say he has hot blood. Now, obviously, we know that hot blood means somebody who's bombastic and talks, you know, talks back really fast and is defensive and is feisty. Now, this happened in 2007 before Barack Obama got elected. But we know that's not Barack Obama because Barack Obama is not a person that you will say has hot blood that is quickly defensive, that is thin skinned. That's not Barack Obama. And another thing that he says here is that he will bring the walls of protection on this country in a greater way and the economy of this country shall change rapidly. In 2016, what did Donald Trump run on? He ran on the economy and building the wall. So we know that pre-COVID, the Trump economy saw the lowest ever Hispanic unemployment, Asian unemployment, and black unemployment. So for the first time in history, in the history of the United States of America, there were more Hispanics employed, more blacks employed, more Asians employed, the Dow Jones, the NASDAQ, they were all having record numbers for months on end. Every single day, Wall Street was going up. The stock exchange was going up. 401ks were going up. Everything pre-COVID was pointing to a surplus. Just money upon money upon money. There were jobs everywhere pre-COVID. And God said on February 10, 2007, that the president with hot blood would be used to change the economy rapidly and that he will bring the walls of protection like never before seen. Donald Trump ran on the wall and ran on the economy. Think about that. Last thing he says here on February 10, 2007, is that I will put at your helm for two terms a president that will pray. He will not be a praying president when he starts. But notice he says for two terms, the reason I'm mentioning that and the reason why this broadcast, you're hearing it today before the election is because I believe that God spoke and I believe that God spoke about Donald Trump. And he says, I will put at your helm for two terms a president that will pray. So I believe that Donald Trump is God's chosen president. Now, you may not like him and he may be flawed. Obviously, he's flawed. We all are flawed. But listen to what is being said here. President with hot blood. President that will shift the economy. A president that will build the borders. And he will be in for two terms. Now, by the time you're hearing this, it may be before or after the election. And if it's after the election and Donald Trump is still president, I don't know how you could say that God didn't speak. Now, I want to take you to another clip. And this clip right here, I think, is the clip that really got the most attention from me. I think that this is the clip that really, really kind of hit home more than any other one. But you judge for yourself. Trump 
trumpet. I will raise up the Trump to become a trumpet and Bill Gates to open up the gate of a financial realm for the church, says the Lord. Wow. Trump shall become a trumpet. That right there was April 4, 2007. So February 10, 2007, God speaks to Clint Clement. Now, April 4, 2007, God speaks through him again and says that Trump shall be a trumpet. Now, this was before Donald Trump ever came out publicly and said that he wanted to run for office. This was... Wow. Years. I mean, years before Donald Trump came down the stairs in 2015 and said that he's running for president. So this was eight years before Donald Trump said that he's going to run for president. God spoke April 4, 2007. It says that Trump shall be a trumpet. I will raise the Trump to become a trumpet. Now, all right, you may not believe that. You may say, well, that's just a coincidence. So I want you to hear something from April 20th, 2013. Check this out and tell me if it's a coincidence. Mr. Clark, and there is also another man by the name of Donald. You are both watching me saying, could it be that God's speaking to me? Yes, he is. Somebody, just a few minutes before you came on the show, you went out and you took the American flag and you said, I'm proud of my nation. You raised it up and God said, you have been determined through your prayers to influence this nation. You're watching me. You're an influential person. The Spirit of God says, hear the word of the prophet to you as a king. I will open that door that you prayed about. And when it comes time for the election, you will be elected. Woo! What? Did you just hear what I heard? There is a man by the name of Donald. And you're asking, could God be speaking to me? Wow. Now that is very, very precise. This was two years before Donald Trump said that he was going to run for president when he came down the escalator in Trump Tower two years before that. This right here is April 20th, 2013. The one you heard before was April 4th, 2007, Trump shall be a trumpet. And now he says, there's a man by the name of Donald, you're an influential person, you're watching me, and you're asking, could God be speaking to me? And he said, yes. The prophet goes on to say that I will open that door that you prayed about, says God, and when it comes time for the election, you will be elected. Listen, if you don't believe in God, I don't know how you don't believe in God anymore. 
I don't know how you don't believe that God doesn't speak. Some people say, well, after the Bible was closed and after it was canonized and after it was organized, that was it. God didn't speak anymore. God only speaks with the Bible. Well, let me tell you something. God still speaks. And if you don't believe that God speaks after hearing this, then I don't know what to do for you. And I don't know what to tell you. But April 4th, 2007, this man said, Trump shall be a trumpet. April 20th, 2013, there's a man by the name of Donald. He's watching me. I will open that door that you prayed about. And when it comes time for the election, you will be elected. That is just amazing. That is just mind boggling. It's just, it, it almost leaves me speechless to think about how God speaks, how God, what he does, the things that he does, how precise he is. But obviously we know that God is omnipotent, omnipresent, and omniscient. He's almighty, all knowing, and he's ever present. So God does what he does. Now, I want to get into some of the other things that Kim Clement said. I want to get into some of the other things that God used Kim Clement to say that are relevant for this time. Some of the things that would happen during the presidency. Now, mind you, again, I'm telling you, Kim Clement died November 23rd, 2016. If you want to hear these prophecies out, these clips that I'm playing you here, you can go on YouTube. And type in Kim Clement, Donald Trump. You'll find them. They're all there. YouTube, Donald Trump, Kim Clement. Type that in and you'll find everything that Kim Clement has ever said about Donald Trump. Kim Clement died two weeks after the election of Donald Trump. But this right here, what I'm about to play you is something else that God used them to say. Hear this out. They will shout impeach, impeach, but this shall not happen. And then God says, highly embarrassing moments when another Snowden arises. And people will become very afraid. Wow. Okay. They shall shout impeach, impeach, but this shall not happen. So this right here went down February 22nd, 2014. Obviously, Barack Obama was never impeached. There was never talk about having him impeached. But we know that 19 minutes after Donald Trump was elected, the Washington Times printed a story saying that the and the impeachment process begins you can look that up it's online 19 minutes after donald trump was elected as president-elect they said the impeachment process begins they wanted to impeach him all along and here february 22nd 2014 you just heard what was going to be said impeach impeach but this shall not happen and we saw that earlier this year, 2020, there was the, the impeachment proceedings. 
the impeachment hoax, as some would say. And Donald Trump was not impeached because they found nothing. There was nothing they could do. There was nothing they could say that was going to get him impeached because he did nothing impeachable. He did not commit high crimes or treason. So he was not impeached. At the end of this clip, he speaks about God has God has the prophet speak about being afraid. So notice that in the same breath that he says, impeach, this shall not happen. Embarrassing moments are going to come. And people are going to be afraid. It's 2020. People have been afraid all year. Been afraid of riots. But not only that. They've been more afraid of COVID. Coronavirus. The Wuhan Chinese virus. So in the same breath of impeachment. Also came fear. In the same year of impeachment came the year of fear with COVID. If you don't believe God speaks, I don't know what to do for you. February 22nd, 2014. Let's go to another clip. God says one more thing I want to talk to you about. That little dwarf in North Korea. I'm getting a little tired of him. I think I'm going to go and pay him a visit, says the Lord. You watch and see what I do. And that will be a big sign that the man that I'm sending with a stone for the giant is emerging. Says the Lord. Okay. The little dwarf. The Little Dwarf in North Korea. Obviously, we know that's Kim Jong-un. We know who the Little Dwarf is. Yeah, it's a little comical that uh, <laughs> he would use the words Little Dwarf. But something here is very important that we need to point out. And that is that at the end of the prophecy, he says that the man that I'm sending, that this will be a big sign that the man that I am sending is emerging. So the man that God sent was Donald Trump. Donald Trump is the one who went over there and said, let's have a peace treaty. Let's talk it out. Let's not have a war. Let's not have, uh, let, let's not, you know, go into nuclear war. And God said that would be a big sign for the man that I sent that is emerging. This again was February 22nd, 2014. Now our relations, our American relations with North Korea are very important. It's very important that we do not go to war with Korea. It is very important that we do not go to war with any nation. It is very important that we continue to keep the peace. It is very important that we continue to denuclearize. It is very important that 
we do not make enemies and that we continue to speak peace and that we can come together and do great things together for not only the U.S., not only for North Korea, but this entire world. And the one thing Obama told President Trump as he came in, this is why this is relevant now. I'm not speaking all this stuff just to speak. There's relevancy to all of this. The reason why this is relevant is because Barack Obama told Donald Trump, the one thing that is not fixable, that you won't be able to do, is Kim Jong-un is North Korea. And you just heard that God said that that was going to be a big sign for the man that he is sending. And what did Donald Trump do? He went over there, paid him a visit, got some treaties done, got some peace done. And we see that right now, our relationship with North Korea is better than it has been in decades, maybe even centuries. And that is a big sign to the man that God will send. I want to play just one more clip before we get out of here. And this one to me is also very relevant in this day and something that is very, very near and dear and important to my heart and something that connects to episode three. You guys heard about Ruth Bader Ginsburg, but you guys also heard about Amy Coney Barrett. And it was something that's uh, very important to nowadays is something that I brought up on the show and it is something that is brought up here in the next clip. Hearing this now, in the highest court in the land, the highest court in the land, the Supreme Court, two shall step down for the embarrassment of what shall take place. For I wish to place in the highest court in the land righteousness. And they shall attempt to put others in to endeavor, to reach their endeavors. But God says, hear me tonight. Hear me today. I have this whole thing planned out. Mm. February, 2nd, February 22nd, 2014, yet again. That was all the same day. Just different prophecies, different words. Now this one, I want to end with this one because as I'm recording this, Amy Coney Barrett was just confirmed to be a justice on the Supreme Court of the United States. And on February 22nd, 2014, before Donald Trump even announced that he was running for president, God has spoke through Kim Clement. And he said that two shall retire from the Supreme Court. Now, we know that Donald Trump, we know that there was a vacancy during the last year of the Obama administration. But obviously that didn't go through and he wasn't able to get Merrick Garland in, another liberal judge, just uh, judge who would not become a justice, but another liberal judge that he wanted to get in there as a justice that did not happen because the Senate 
belonged to the Republicans. They had the majority. So, as the Constitution tells us, it is up to the President to nominate a Supreme Court Justice, and it is up to the Senate to confirm that justice. So, if the President says, I nominate Amy Coney Barrett, and the Senate comes to a majority vote, for that nomination to confirm, then that judge becomes a justice on the highest court of the land. And that's what we had as I recorded this. Amy Coney Barrett became the newest justice in the highest court of the land. But in the, in the last year, Barack Obama, there was a vacancy. And the Senate belonged to the Republicans. Now, the Republicans still hold a majority in the Senate. So that's why Amy Coney Barrett, ACB, was confirmed tonight. Because the president nominated and they confirmed. Now, in that time, the president was a Democrat, a liberal, Barack Obama, and Merrick Garland didn't get in. So obviously, God only showed Kim Clement two that would be stepping down. Uh, he was not talking about Ruth Bader Ginsburg. He spoke about the two that came before. And he spoke about having righteousness in the Supreme Court. Now, when we say righteousness, it's not necessarily speaking about godly men and women, but it is speaking about men and women who will, who, yes, can be godly, but also men and women who will uphold the Constitution because the Constitution was brilliantly written and was written to and was written to give us freedom and power over the government, not the other way around. So when God says that he wants righteousness on the Supreme Court, obviously we know that God wants everybody to serve him because the Bible says that it is not God's will that any man should perish, but that all shall come to repentance and know God. So when he speaks about this righteousness, he's speaking about things being the wrongs being righted. Now, exactly what laws? I won't get into that because I don't know exactly every single law that God is thinking about that is on his heart to change around. But obviously we pray that some of these laws that have taken away power from our police and that have taken power away from the people be given back. So he's talking about righteousness on the highest court of the land. Now that's important because when a case goes to the Supreme Court, there is nothing higher that you can get. No higher word, no higher authority. When that case goes to the Supreme Court and the Supreme Court votes, that is now a 6-3 majority in conservatives, that is what, that is law. That is what is stated. So there have been a couple of Christians that have famously gone to the Supreme Court and have won some cases We've seen it in the news. 
because they were being terrorized and their businesses were being terrorized for their conservative and Christian values. But when they, t they were taken to the Supreme Court, they won. Now, they might have lost in lower courts and appellate courts. They might have won some of those cases as well. But some of them they lost and they took up to the Supreme Court and some of them they won. So the Supreme Court is very, very important into helping out the United States of America. And what's amazing about this word is that he said that two shall retire. Obviously, one, ju one justice retired and one justice passed away. That was the late, great Antonin Scalia. So then President Donald Trump put in Neil Gorsuch. And his second nominee was Brett Kavanaugh. We know what happened with the hearings. We know the smear job that they did on him, how they almost ruined his life. And he got confirmed. He got confirmed as Neil Gorsuch got confirmed because the Senate is majority Republican and they were two conservative judges. Naomi Coney Barrett is the third. So obviously, God did not speak to Kim Clement and let him know that Ruth Bader Ginsburg was going to be passing away. And it was a third judge, a third justice. Now, another prophet may have talked about it. I don't know. I'm not sure. But I know that this prophecy called for two. And it happened. And now a third. And now there's a 6-3 majority in the Supreme Court of the United States. There is nine again. It's a good number. Ruth Bader Ginsburg herself said it's a good number. She didn't want to see it increase. She didn't want to see the courts packed. This is what the Democrats want to do. If you go on Twitter, AOC already tweeted, let's pack the court. Other people, Chuck Schumer, Nancy Pelosi, they want to pack the court, which means that they want to put in more justices on the Supreme Court. But preferably, honestly, we know that the judges that they want to put, the justices that they want to put are liberals. People that are anti-God, people that are anti-biblical, and people that do not respect the originality of the Constitution that gives power to the people over the government and helps the government and the people work together to make a better republic. So judge for yourself. Go back, rewind, or go on YouTube, look for Kim Clement, Hear the prophecies out. Get the longer versions of these clips that I played you. You hear what he said. He spoke about 9-11 in 1996. God told him about 9-11. In 2015, before ISIS became a known group or an official group, God spoke to Kim Clement. 
So you judge for yourself. You go online, do your research, judge for yourself. But the one thing I also want to tell you is that on November 3rd, or before November 3rd, if you're hearing this podcast and you haven't voted yet, if it's before the election, I pray that this podcast will help you out to vote the way that you need to vote. Whether you believe this or not, whether you believe these words or not, whether they influence you one way or another, go out and vote. Make your voice heard. When I was young, I thought that a vote didn't matter, that my voice wasn't heard, but I come, I come to realize that that's a complete fabrication. My voice does matter. My vote does count. And I will be voting. Now, I know how I'm going to vote. Especially when I hear that, I know how I'm going to vote. So go out November 3rd. Do your duty. Vote. Pray. Speak to people. Get some information. Research. If you're undecided, do all these things. If you're decided one way or another, pray again. Think again. And then November 3rd or before then, go out to vote. Let's do what we got to do. Let's get where we got to get. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I'm out of here. Thank you for listening once again to All Talks of Life with Chris Benitez. I will be back two weeks from now. I thank you for listening to the show. I thank you for tuning in. I appreciate it. Give me some feedback about this show, what you think about Kim Clement, what you think about Donald Trump, what you think about politics. Reach out to me on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram. I'll let you know how to do that. And give me your thoughts. Give me your thoughts on everything that you heard today. Whether you believe it or not, whether it's eye opening or not, whatever it may be, it doesn't matter the thoughts. I just want to hear what, what, what you got to say, what you think, and how you'll be voting and why. I'm interested to know. I'm interested to find out. So hit me up. Ladies and gentlemen, once again, thank you. I really appreciate you. And take this broadcast and just do me a favor. Share it, retweet it, repost it. Send the links out. Let people know what's going on. Let people know it's going down November 3rd. And they got to get out there to vote. And hopefully this broadcast will help them to vote. All right, ladies and gentlemen. I'll talk to you again in two weeks. God bless you all. Hey, this is Chris Benitez at All Talks of Life. I just want to thank you for tuning into today's show. I want to remind you that you can rate and subscribe to the show wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Also, don't forget to like, share, repost, and retweet whenever you get the links to the show. You can do that at Instagram at CG underscore Benz, on Twitter at CG Benz, on Facebook at Chris Benitez. Also, you can get the show's Facebook page at All Talks of Life with Chris Benitez. Next show is coming out November 10th, 2020. I'll see you then.